Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul, and it's the 14th day of November. Thanks for joining us as we continue looking at the phrase from the Apostles' Creed, the forgiveness of sins. I'm going to try to finish this up today. I don't think we can really ever get to the bottom of it. This will be the fifth day, however, that we've been working on this little phrase because I wanted to try to come at it from several different angles. The angle today will be from looking at it through the lens of Jesus and his teaching. As we said yesterday, sometimes I think we're a little quick, uh, particularly in grace circles, to dismiss what Jesus says if we see any kind of conflict with Paul. I think sometimes we're misunderstanding conflict. Um, Some things are paradox, not contradictory. So we're going to work on that a little bit from the Lord's Prayer today, which of course occurs at the Sermon on the Mount. Before I do that, I want to make two quick announcements. Number one, we've been telling you about the pre-sale for our book, Greater Than Jonah, Right about the time we cranked up the pre-sale, we realized that we were having a problem with our credit card capturing on our website, and so we spent a day um, making, getting everything right, and we think all issues are resolved. So I want to apologize if you jumped in there and tried to purchase the book. It, did, it wasn't a universal thing. It wasn't like it happened for every customer, but we did have some customers let us know that they weren't able to pay by credit card. We think we've completely resolved that issue. So again, our apologies, and we hope you'll go visit again, paulwhiteministries.com slash store and get your pre-sale copy. Pre-sales are, are doing pretty well. And so we we are um, excited about that, but, but hopeful that if you missed out, you'll jump back in there and do that. Um, check it out. The book Greater Than Jonah, available now. Uh, I'm sorry, pre-sale available now, and we're going to get them out very, very soon. In fact, our estimation, we, we put that they'll ship by the 1st of December, but I'm actually thinking they might ship by Thanksgiving out from our offices to you. But we'll keep keep the deal up for pre-sales. Everyone that purchases in the month of November, we will sign the book for you. And so um, check it out. Uh, the other announcement is that our November meeting with our friends in Flowery Branch, Georgia, is actually coming up this Sunday on the 20th day of November. We delayed that a little bit because we had a scheduling conflict with our normal location, which is the theater at Sterling on the Lake Clubhouse. We will not be at the theater. We will be in Sterling at a facility called The Lodge, and the address is at paulwhiteministries.com. And so this is a, a an alternate site in Sterling. Um, we're having to do that this month because I think there's a wedding or something. Uh, our, our normal space was unavailable. Anyhow, um, if you're in the area, please, please check out the website Get and get uh, directions to the lodge. It's not that far from the theater. It's in the same, it's in the same uh, residence. Okay. Today, forgiveness of sins. Let me read to you a couple of verses from the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus says this in Matthew 6, verses 14 and 15. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And some have pointed out that this is disparate. This is a a, a comment that doesn't sound Pauline. Because Paul says in Ephesians that we forgive as God for Christ's sake forgave us. So we don't ask God to forgive if we forgive, because that's old covenant. Well, uh, I can see how that could be derived, but what if we looked at it through a different lens? We all say things like, we only know how to love if we know we are loved. 
And most of us say that and we nod our heads in agreement. We should. I think that's a true statement. We only know how to love if we are loved. Well, why is that true for love but not forgiveness? We only know how to forgive if we know we are forgiven. So rather than viewing the Lord's Prayer as a transactional statement in which Jesus is teaching you to pray, Lord, don't forgive me if I don't forgive others, or Lord, forgive me as I forgive other people. So if I forgive other people, then you can forgive me. What if instead of through that lens, we looked at it, not transactional, but the level to which I know I'm forgiven is the level to which I will forgive. Forgive us as we forgive others. Lord, let me know my forgiveness so that I can forgive others. Consider a few chapters later, in fact, 18th chapter, so 12 chapters after the, the, the Lord's Prayer. In, in the book of Matthew, Jesus tells the story of the parable of the unforgiving servant. And we've preached on this before, but let me review it real quickly. One man owes an, in, an ungodly sum of money. It is, he cannot pay it back in 10 lifetimes. And he is forgiven by his master, the entire sum. And he goes out from his forgiveness to the street and he sees a man who owes him and the sum that, that shows up there's just like two or three months worth of salary. So it's, it's a significant amount of money, but it's payable. And he takes the man, demands the money, the man doesn't have it, and he throws him in debtor's prison. And in the story, Jesus tells that the man is then brought back before the magistrate, the man who owed that huge sum of money, and is, is condemned because of what he did and is thrown into prison. And there's a few things you can take away from that. Of course, it's you were forgiven a great sum. Why didn't you forgive somebody else? But I think the thing that should stand out is that it, the story opens by telling us is that he's a servant of the king, which means that when he goes out into the street, people see him as a representative of the king. How he acts is a representative of how God acts. So if he goes out and is unforgiving, then people will assume that God is unforgiving. So listen, when the Apostles' Creed says that we believe in the Holy Spirit and the forgiveness of sins, not only is the Holy Spirit giving us forgiveness of sins through the blood of Jesus, not only is the Holy Spirit empowering us to forgive others, but we believe in the forgiveness of sins as a representative of God's forgiveness of sins. So if I forgive my neighbor, of what they have done to me. I show them the forgiveness of God. If I refuse to forgive and say, hey, I'm a Christian, I don't forgive you. I send the message that this is what I've learned from my father. Now, you, you might say, well, I, I think you're giving people too much credit. I don't think they're going to assume that that's God. I do. I, I think that o- over time, if we deal with enough people who claim to be a representative of something, we start to judge the entire thing by that representative. Look at politics. If you see someone who's an extremist, then you go, well, that's not representative of that party. If you see 50 people that are extremists, you start to go, hmm, I wonder if that's representative of that party. If you see those extremists starting to set policy, and set standards, then you go, okay, that's that party. It might not be, and I'm, I'm probably using a crude example, but if you get my point, if there's enough of it over time, we do start to have that feeling that this is what we're dealing with. Let us be the people of forgiveness, not only those who receive it, but those who give it. One more, actually two, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. We're going to put them together. Of course, it's going to take a little while. 
to work through them. We'll do that starting tomorrow. God bless.